0: Our lesson for today comes from Philippians chapter two. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, have the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility,
1: Just a little preamble this morning on a couple of different things. First of all, uh, we have a number of people who are uh, friends from Calvary who are visiting with us this morning. Really glad to see you. If you wouldn't mind, I hate to pick on you too much, but could you just smile and wave uh, a little so we can see who you are and where we are really glad to have this opportunity to, oh my gosh, yes. We're really glad to have the opportunity to partner with you, and I'm actually headed over as soon as we're done to come uh, see they're having confirmation today, and uh, it's being led by their students. So I'm going to head over to Calvary afterwards. So if today isn't fulfilling at all, I would encourage you to drive over to Calvary on Antrium Road immediately following our service today. Uh, And then just another little bit of preamble, I want to join Pastor Joanna in saying happy Mother's Day uh, to everyone. I also want to acknowledge uh, like Joanna did, that almost every human experience has mixed emotions, and I know today can be one of those. Uh, Mother's Day actually, believe it or not, is not actually a church holiday, uh, and there are loving, wonderful stories about people that have loving wonderful for relationships with their mom, but I also know it can be difficult, even estranged, uh, kids from their parents, some who wish they could be moms and aren't, um, and some moms have died, and that's sad, so I know today sto- uh, can be mixed emotions in that regard. Um, and one of the things and reasons to say that is that one of our goals as a family is to just tell the truth uh, about who we are and what's actually happening in our lives and, uh, and in our relationships. So just to acknowledge it is to acknowledge the truth. Um, I'm also gonna share a little bit about my experience with um, what I'm gonna call today mom wisdom. Uh, so just I have a good relationship with my mom. So good in fact that on Mother's Day she went to Germany so that we didn't have to be <laughs> there on a cruise. All right, that's enough preamble. Let us pray. Loving and Holy Spirit, let us experience you again today. Open our hearts and our minds, our souls and our ears that your divine wisdom would inspire all that we say and all that we do. In the power and the promise of resurrection, we live and pray. Amen. I want to start by rereading some of our lesson for today. It's just so good. If there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, Paul says, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Look not to your own interests but to the interests of others and let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus who, though being in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped at or exploited, but instead emptied himself and being found in human form he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. Frankly, this is hard to preach on this Because who could say anything better? It's sort of like asking somebody to preach on Paul's best sermon. And frankly, I am not better than Paul. You would do well to just read this, take it home, and meditate on it. It's Paul's, one of his warmest sermons and letters to a beloved community at Philippi, as Brian has so rightly pointed out. It is so incredibly warm and tender and full of affection. I I love it. I just love it. I love hearing the words and feeling them wash over me. Consolation from love, sharing in the spirit, compassion, sympathy, joy, grace and love are these not the markers of what it means to be a follower of Jesus and to put them not in your mind only but your heart and soul and words and actions honestly how in the world am I supposed to preach on anything that's that's good already if you're looking for a central old core piece of scripture on which to meditate regularly this is it In fact, this little bit that looks like poetry in your bulletin is probably one of the oldest confessions of the church and of the Christian faith. It predates Paul and was probably sung or read in earliest of earliest Christian families and churches and worship. I can't do any better. That's it. It's the best thing I could possibly think of. So what I'm going to do is wreck it by telling a story about my experience in middle school. (laughs) because this is what it reminded me of. So, picture middle school Scott. I am tall and skinny as can be. I'm almost as tall as I am now when I was in about sixth or seventh grade. Remember, if you can, in your mind, back to that first day of middle school, let me bring you back to mine. Now, keep in mind that my mom has two boys and wishes she had Two girls. So, on the very first day of school, oh, I was going to back up and tell you thanks be to God that my brother's first child was Tilly, a young three year old. This girl has more shoes than any adult woman I've ever met, thanks to my mom. And it takes the pressure off of me. So you can imagine on my very first day of middle school, okay, my mom wishes she has two girls and says she has two boys and she has me. And if you remember anything about like the mid-80s, it was not the world's best fashion time, I think. And if you remember anything, there was um, a brand of clothing called Union Bay, and do you remember, I'm seeing lots of people my age nodding, right? A little bit with terror. Uh, because here's what my mom decided I needed on the first day of middle school to look good. So I was dressed up in an ensemble. Picture this, if you will. I have on a white shirt that has different mint color green circles on it. I have on a same matching mint green v-neck sweater with a white stripe that goes down it and the matching mint green pants. (laughs) I can't remember, this is the funny thing, I can't remember if I really liked it or really hated it. (laughs) But what I know is that I was a big slow-moving, mint-green target. (laughs) And I got on the bus. And as I got on the bus, I am always well aware that I am one of the tallest kids in school. In middle school, I am even taller than the girls who are taller than everyone else. And I am not fast. And Eric was also on that bus. Not quite as tall as I was, but not as skinny either. Eric had managed somehow to take a straw and a pin and some masking tape and turned it into a dart. Now, Eric has picked on me before, In fact, he would often sit in the back of the bus and sort of spit on people. Eric and I have had confrontations in the past. Now, in my life, there are two schools of wisdom, conflicting wisdom in my household about how we should deal with Eric. My dad's wisdom in this particular case was to tell me to stand up and punch him in the nose. We'll call this school of thought Dad Wisdom. Mom, on the other hand, mostly I think because I had hit my brother, said, people are for loving and not for hitting. With these two conflicting schools of thought in my mind as the big green mint target walks into the bus... I sit down, and Eric takes out his newly-minted dart gun and shoots one right into my leg. You can imagine the red blood color stain on my mint green pants. (laughs) And I don't react. I just take it out, I drop it on the floor of the bus, and I don't move. Now, in my mind, there are two conflicting schools of thought in my head, and a third, which is my own, which is probably the real one. I'm a big chicken, so I just sit there. But in fact, I wonder, too, if I wasn't inspired by mom wisdom, inspired not to exploit or grasp after my own power, but instead just sit there. And Eric stopped. Now clearly I was destined to be a pastor and not a police officer because the other bully on the bus named Jerry Coker who also tormented just about everybody else for some reason I don't know maybe he thought that somehow Eric had upgamed him stood up and looked at him and said knock it off and sat down Jerry became a police officer <laughs> I was clearly destined to become a pastor <laughs> I see, in fact, in this regard, another third option when I hear the story of Jesus this morning, who, though he was in the form of a human being, did not grasp after or exploit his power or grasp after the power of being God, but emptied himself and became a servant to all. What I saw in my mind's eye in this situation as I pondered this story and the story in the hymn that Paul writes, I saw this happening in my mind's eye, and it could be all wrong, but this is what I saw happening. Jesus in this situation, joining me on the bus, and he wasn't wearing mint green, I don't think, acted not like a chicken and not like a police officer, Instead, what I saw Jesus doing in my mind as I played out this story was some other option that I frankly couldn't consider and can hardly conceive of. Instead, what I saw was Jesus somehow stepping into the gap between me and Eric, taking the violence of the shot, while at the very same time wrapping his arms lovingly around Eric and trying to save him too. Which, frankly is, in the best sense of the word, pretty awesome. On the one hand, it exposes the violence for what it often is, power being grasped at or exploited, and probably exposed Eric's need for attention or some other thing that I certainly couldn't have understood. But it even exposed the violence in myself, my own grasping and exploitation of power. But most importantly, it exposes the spirit's aim of love to redeem and love the whole world, all of creation, and for God to wrap God's arms and love around even the most evil, violence, and hatred. It's mom wisdom. <laughs> the spirit, in all of the words that we use in both the Old Testament and New, are always feminine It is mom's wisdom writ large in the person of Jesus. People are for loving, not for hurting. I wanna add one little caveat to all of this because I think it's important. Abuse in any form is never okay. And in fact, the story of Jesus is not a story of someone taking abuse, but instead it's a reminder that when mutuality has been broken, power is being grasped at or abused. It is not your job to rescue or save the other person. Sometimes, frankly, it's just time to leave. Forgiveness, reconciliation, maybe can come later. It's God's job to step into the gap and to offer love. And sometimes that spirit moves in us when it's time. But in all other circumstances, whenever it is possible, if there is any consolation in love, any sharing in the spirit, Any compassion and sympathy, make God's love complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. And let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. That though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be grasped at, or exploited, but he humbled himself and took the form of a slave and became obedient to the death, even on a cross. Therefore, God highly exalted him and gave him the name above all names, so that the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Mom wisdom, writ large, in you and in me. Amen.